welcome to Transforming Minds, Transforming Lives, a podcast series of RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for our senior pastor, Boyga Esson. We are concluding our series on capacity today with mental capacity. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' mighty name. Luke chapter 2 and verse 40. Luke chapter 2 verse 40 and verse 52. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. And Jesus increased, verse 52 of Luke chapter 2, Jesus increased in wisdom, in mental capacity, he increased in stature, in physical capacity, increased in favor with God and men. Many times we forget that Jesus came as a child. In other words, he had to grow, he had to go through the emotions, he had to develop. So he didn't just come as God. Oh yes, he had the Holy Spirit without measure when he was growing, but he had to still grow. He has to be under somebody's tutelage. He was under the tutelage of Joseph. As a matter of fact, the context of this scripture was when he was in the temple at 12 years old. He was reasoning with the scholars in the temple. He was asking them questions about the law. He was giving them solutions. He was engaging the elders. It was so that they were amazed at the knowledge that was coming from him. In other words, mentally, he was growing. He was growing physically. He had to grow. Even though he was God, but yes, he had to grow. It's my prayer you and I will grow in the mighty name of Jesus. It's my prayer we will go to that stature of the measure of the fullness of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. So what is mental capacity? We told you earlier on that capacity is the ability to receive and to absorb and to contain. Because what you receive determines your output. Your input determines your output. So if you're able to receive much, then you can give out much. If you see somebody handling so much stuff, you know, it's because they have capacity. And you see women, they can multitask. You know, she's a mother, she's a professional, she's a wife, she's a homemaker. You see her doing many, many stuff because she has capacity. The way God wired women is for them to multitask. So capacity is what you can handle per time. We already spoke about spiritual capacity. We spoke about social capacity. Now we are going to wrap it up with mental capacity. So what is mental capacity? It is God quickening your understanding. In Job chapter 32 verse 8, Job 32 verse 8 in the NLT version, the Bible says there's a spirit within man. The breath of the Almighty within them makes them intelligent. Another version says the inspiration of the Almighty God gives them understanding. So inspiration means life. Inspiration means breath. So one thing God does in our life is to inspire us. Well, you see somebody that is inspired, the way they think is different from somebody that is defeated. Somebody inspired, the way they act is so different. The way they operate is so different from somebody who is actually defeated. An inspired person thinks differently. It takes on challenges. Somebody already defeated doesn't want to take on challenges. Somebody depressed doesn't want to take on challenges. When you see air in a balloon, it bounces. But when you see the same balloon deflated, it's just there. So inspiration matters a lot. One thing God does is to quicken our understanding. He quickens our mortal bodies. He also quickens our minds. So more mental capacity means that God is breathing into you from time to time. He's breathing into your memory, into your mental faculties, into your mind from time to time. That's why it's so wonderful to pray in other tongues. When you learn to pray in other tongues regularly, you realize that your mental faculties begin to get enhanced. Even scientifically, it's been proven that people who speak in other tongues, that when they are praying in other tongues, they have their frontal lobes. That's the front part of the brain. 
is relaxed. And that enhances the power of the brain. So when you learn to walk with God, it blesses your memory. A walk with God is total in its function. It affects your mental faculties, affects your physical faculties, affects your spiritual man, affects your finances. So a walk with God is just too wonderful. And it's my prayer God will help us able to walk closer with him in the mighty name of Jesus. So what is mental capacity? It's a combination of head knowledge and heart knowledge. If you see 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29, 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29, I read, And God gave Solomon wisdom and exceedingly great understanding and largeness of heart, like the sand on the seashore. Wisdom, mental capacity, he gave him great understanding and did not enlarge his heart like the sand on the seashore. So in other words, it wasn't just operating from the mind, from the brain alone. It was operating from the depth, from the core of his spirit man. Amen? It was operating from his spirit from the heart. You know, man is a spirit. He has a mind. He also lives in a body. So, Solomon was able to go into his core because God blessed his core. He was also able to operate from the subconscious. Not just from the conscious alone, but from the subconscious. He was blessed mentally. He was also blessed spiritually. So, he was so inspired. He was able to write 3,000 proverbs. He composed 1,005 songs. He was able to know things supernaturally. People came from far even to sit at his feet. His wisdom was bigger than the wisdom of other men. So he operated beyond the mind. He operated beyond the consciousness. He operated from the subconscious, from the spiritual. And that was what made him totally outstanding. So mental capacity in God's own economy is a combination of head knowledge and also heart knowledge. It's both mental and spiritual knowledge. Of course, you will gain knowledge from books, which is wonderful, but you also gain knowledge from the Holy Spirit. With the mind, you can think, but with your spirit mind, you can make inquiries. And God can give you solutions to problems that are not. It's my prayer, by the combination of earth knowledge and art knowledge, you have solutions in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says concerning Solomon, that his wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the men of the East. There were wise men in the time of Solomon. It was wiser than all men. Is my prayer going to give us more capacity even to operate from the depths in the mighty name of Jesus? That even as our minds open up, our spirit man will also open up to the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Mental capacity is also an enhanced mental faculty. The Bible says in Genesis 2, 19 to 20, NLT version, So the Lord God formed all the ground, all the wild animals, and all the birds of the sky, he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still there was no helper just right for him. In other words, Adam was so developed in his mental faculty. He gave names to all the animals. That's some capacity there. It was given to him by God. That's man in his perfect state. When he fell, of course... The mental faculties also diminished. But even man at his degenerate state, he can still enhance the power of the mind to bring forth many things. So this guy, somehow, his mind was so sharp, was so keen, because he had an enhanced mental faculty. It's amazing how the mind of man can work. Not too long ago, we saw our children memorizing scriptures and regurgitating the scriptures. You saw 12 year olds, 11 year olds, reading out whole chapters in the Bible. Somehow, because they've trained the mind, one of them, particularly at a twelve, read all the verses in Psalm 119. It got to a point she closed her eyes and she was just speaking it all out. That's the capacity of the mind. 
That's what the mind can do if you train the mind. So the mind can be trained to produce results. That's why the Bible talks about renewing the mind. Adam had an enhanced mental faculty. He was supersonic in his thinking. And he was able to give names to all the animals, to all the balls. That's the power of the mind. Also, mental capacity is a combination of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. It's a combo of the three. The Bible says that by wisdom, every house is built. By understanding, it is established. Say, so by knowledge, the chambers are full of treasures. By understanding, every house is built, every enterprise, a business is built by wisdom, a church is built by wisdom, a family life is built by wisdom, a career is built by wisdom, marriage is built by wisdom. So wisdom is the underguard. It builds things. Wisdom is the builder. He said, but understanding establishes what you build. And by knowledge, your chambers are full of treasures. So it's a combo of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is the application of facts, application of information. In other words, you have the information and then you apply it. That makes you a wise man. What is knowledge? Knowledge is when you acquire the facts. You gather the facts. What is understanding? Understanding is when you arrange the facts, where you arrange the information. Line upon line, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. Understanding is you putting bricks, layer upon layer. In other words, you don't jump a process. Understanding is you knowing how something works. You know how God works. You know how God answers prayers. That's understanding. Understanding is you knowing how Satan works. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 says, don't be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. It said, don't be ignorant. There's a particular way Satan works. Usually after a big victory, be careful. Because after a big victory, Satan can come. That's when he likes coming. Where you are rejoicing, where your guards are down. That's the best time for the enemy to strike. So there's a particular way the enemy works. There's a way God works. And that's the whole essence of our Christianity. So an understanding man, somebody who has mental capacity, understands the ropes. He understands the culture in his surroundings. Understands the culture in the marketplace. There's a way the financial system works. There's a way the credit system works. If you come to this country as an immigrant and you don't mind your credits, you will never grow the credits. There's a way to grow credits. So understanding is line upon line, precept upon precept, a little here, a little there. So when you combine wisdom with knowledge, with understanding, then you're going to operate at a higher capacity. Many times we don't pay attention to understanding. People gather knowledge. Oh yes, many of us who obey, we walk in wisdom. Few of us walk in wisdom, you know. But sometimes people don't understand. We are not observants. We don't sit and think through the process. And that's where many times we are cheated. There's a way life works. And if you're observant, if you are careful to observe how life works, life will treat you better. Some people have understand that life is hard. Because all the examples they've been seeing is that life is hard. Yes, life may be hard for some people. But believe me, if you sit back, if you can learn at the feet of Jesus, you realize that, look, his yoke is easy, his body is light. Amen? It's your perspective of life that life plays back on you. Some people believe that life is hard. Satan is very trickish. It will just sell to a whole population that life is hard. But believe me, brethren, in Christ Jesus, because he went to the cross, he redeemed us. In Christ Jesus, things should not be too bad for a child of God. Things are not supposed to be bad. He said, I've come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. Many times, because we are not observant, there's a particular way everything works. So understanding is very, very key. 
The Bible says, with all your getting, get to understand it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Say, wisdom is the principal thing. And with all your getting, get to understanding. Observe life. Know how things work. Observe the way God talks to you. Observe the way God leads you. Understand the process. Be observant. When you become more observant in life, about life, your mental faculties are being enhanced. So mental capacity is a combination of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And it's my prayer, God will grant us more wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. It will give us comprehension about life. Those dark areas in your life is because you don't have much understanding of those areas. As you begin to seek for understanding, as you begin to seek for knowledge, you begin to realize that God will just lighten up your darknesses in the mighty name of Jesus. What is mental capacity? I told you mental capacity is God's quickness wants understanding. I told you it's a combination of head knowledge and heart knowledge. I told you mental capacity is an enhanced mental faculty. I also told you it's a combo of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. It's also the ability to understand and to grasp difficult stuff. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 4 that young men without any physical defects, those were the people that Nebuchadnezzar was after, young men without any physical defects, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, qualified to serve in the king's palace. It was to teach them the language and religion of the Babylonians. To these four young men, God gave knowledge, understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and so on and so forth. So in other words, these four boys, Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, Abednego, the Bible says they were quick to understand. The Bible says they were well-informed. They were versatile. They knew something about everything but they know everything about something. In other words, they were versatile, yet they were specialized. They had aptitude for learning. They were quick to understand. They were qualified to serve in the king's palace. In other words, because of their aptitude, because of their progress, because of their intelligence, that qualified them to serve in the king's palace. It's my prayer God will bless you as he blessed these four guys in Jesus' mighty name because it was God that gave them knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature. And learning. They were able to understand science, understand math. It was God that gave them. It was God giving. And the Bible says Daniel now added understanding of visions and dreams of all kinds. In other words, Daniel with all the aptitude, he added spiritual understanding of visions and dreams. And that was why Daniel stood out out of the park. He worked with about three kings because he was a special breed. And these days I know God is raising special breed. God is raising the Daniel generations again. He's raising people that he will pour his spirit upon them. He will give them aptitude. He will give them understanding. He will give them visions and revelations. He will help them to solve solutions in the marketplace supernaturally. God is doing it. I'm not kidding you. He's raising a Daniel generation. So his ability to understand and grasp difficult stuff. He's been able to decode stuff easily. He's been able to have aptitude for learning. Why are you studying mental capacity? Why do we have to talk about mental capacity in church? Some people say this is not spiritual. Well, it is spiritual. Why? Why mental capacity? Because the way to shine in Babylon, one of the ways to shine in Babylon is to solve problems for them. This world is so crazy. So those who are able to solve problems in the Babylonian system, the world system, are the ones that the world will regard. And when you begin to solve problems for the world, they will patronize you. And it's amazing. Believe me, many people are spiritual. Even in the tech industry. So yes, when you say mental, the root is spiritual. We have to realize that the way to shine in the Babylonian world system is by bringing something to the table. And you see, when you have mental capacity, 
is likely to impact God's kingdom much more than somebody who doesn't have it. You likely do more for God. A good example, Paul was an apostle, he was a lawyer, he was a tent maker, but he was a lawyer. He was a Pharisee. In other words, the first five books of the Bible, he had it memorized. So Paul's mental capacity was huge. That was why he was able to write two thoughts of the New Testament, just by himself, two thoughts. Yes, it was downloaded from heaven, but his mind was able to download what God was telling him. He had a huge capacity, he had appetite. I mean, he had appetite for knowledge, he had appetite for learning. Juxtapose that with Peter. Peter also, because he had stayed with Jesus over time, Jesus rubbed off on him big time. Yes, he was a fisherman. He wrote a few books in the New Testament. But the acumen of Peter is far different from the acumen of Paul. It's just the truth of the matter. Another guy, Luke, was a physician. Huge mental capacity. If you look at the Gospels, the book of Luke is so different from the other books. This guy was giving us details. He also wrote Acts of the Apostles. In other words, his documentation was on point. His writing was on point because he had a huge mental capacity. So most likely those who are more intelligent will likely do more. I didn't say categorically do more. Will likely do more for the kingdom of God. Our father and the Lord, Pastor Adeboe, he has a PhD in mathematics. A mathematician to the core. Huge mental capacity. And by the time you see the way he's operating the church, he's operating the church mathematically. So that mathematical mindset is operating in the life of Pastor Adeboe. It's just the truth. So when you have a huge mental capacity, it's likely you do more for God. Very likely. That's why we are talking about mental capacity. We said mental capacity is the ability to decode difficult stuff fast. When you have mental capacity, it's likely you earn more than somebody who doesn't have. The world will come and take you up. Believe me sincerely. When I was in business school, and we had people from different backgrounds that came to business school, we had engineers, we had people from the arts, we had people from social sciences, we had people from the medical sciences. Everybody converged. We were being taught marketing, cost management, financial management, strategic planning, and so on and so forth. But you know, the engineers stood out. These guys were doing accounting for the first time. But they were so smart that even those who were accountants, who had accountants as background, they would be solving problems faster than them. So it was amazing because they were trained as engineers. They were trained to love figures. Their mind had been stretched, unlike someone from the heart. Yes, we were trained to love history. We were trained to love sociology. But these ones were savvy with figures. And guess what? When the banks came to recruit, they were looking for engineers who had MBAs. They recruited them first before those of us who had social sciences, background, and MBA. It was ironic, but that was just the truth. So when you have a greater mental aptitude, it's likely you earn more in life. That's why we have to talk about it. And you see, a strong and keen mind will solve problems in the corporate world. Now, how do we cultivate a strong mental capacity? The answer is simple. Read. Because readers are leaders. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Paul said, writing to Timothy, so when you are coming to visit me, make sure you come with my coats and make sure you come with my books, especially my papers, especially my parchments. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, say, till I come, writing to Timothy, say, give attention to reading, give attention to exhortation, give attention to doctrine. In other words, Paul the apostle was a reader. He had notes, he was jotting on, he had parchments, he had papers. So he said, look, Timothy, when you are coming to visit me, come with my books, come with my parchments. It was somebody that was given to reading. Because when you read, your mind is enlarged. 
when you read, your mind is broadened. And when your mind is broadened, it cannot return back to the normal situation anymore. Your mind operates just like a muscle. So if you want to get the best of your brain, train your brain. Your mind is trained to entertainment. And entertainment dulls the mind. Reading stimulates the mind. Reading enhances your mental faculties. Reading is very, very critical. Very, very critical. How, how can we cultivate mental capacity? It's by walking in the spirit, praying in the spirit. Because as you begin to open up with the spirit, it's affecting you, affecting your mind. How do you cultivate mental capacity? It's by walking with the wise. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 20, that he who walks with the wise will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Peter was unlearned, Peter and John, but because they had walked with Jesus, when they saw their boldness, they stood before the council, before the powers that be, and they addressed them. And the Bible said the powers that be were astonished, and they took notice that because they had been with Jesus, it affected them. Acts chapter 4 verse 13, and they realized they had been with Jesus. They marveled at their courage. They marveled at the wisdom they were displaying. And just because they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, just because they had also been with Jesus, they were able to display in the marketplace. They were able to display the wisdom of God. They were able to mesmerize the powers that be. Is my prayer you will mesmerize the powers that be? I will also mesmerize the powers that be in the mighty name of Jesus. How can I cultivate mental capacity? By seeking knowledge by seeking learning. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, verse 46, that three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them, asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Jesus was in the temple, acquiring. They went to Jerusalem during the Feast of Passover. His parents didn't know he had stayed back because he had a penchant for knowledge. He went to engage the scholars. He went to engage the doctors of the law. And as he was engaging them, they were amazed. Ah, this 12-year-old displaying this kind of knowledge. Is my prayer God will give you a voracious appetite for wisdom. Voracious appetite to know many things. To be versatile. People are versatile. They know something about everything. And they know everything about something. Brethren, is my prayer God to announce your mental faculties. He will also announce my mental faculties. One of my great prayers, Lord, bless my memory. I pray that prayer too often. I also pray that prayer for you that God will supercharge your memory. You'll be able to decode great stuff in the mighty name of Jesus. People will comment about you. You will stand before kings because of your intellect and not just mean men in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. And make sure you subscribe for more great podcasts.